everyone, I'm Alexis Grace, and this is the Paper Cranes Podcast. I believe that we encounter God every day. Whether we realize it or not, He can be found in the grandest of adventures and the smallest of moments. Paper Cranes Podcast seeks out stories that show us how vast God really is, one person at a time. Hello everyone, I'm Alexis Grace. This is the Paper Cranes Podcast. I'm super excited to introduce to you today's guest. I met her through Twitter and I call her Mrs. Jojo. Mrs. Jojo, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure, thanks Alexis. So I'm Mrs. Jojo and my claim to fame is that I'm a stay-at-home praying mama and that's kind of what I'm known for. Yes, she is. Um, Her son is super cute too. I've seen pictures. We both wear Converse, so clearly all good things. Mrs. Jojo, would you like to tell us a story? Yes, I would love to. So I thought I would talk about how the Blessed Mother's intercession has affected me on a really personal level. Um, we're recording this podcast in October, which is the month of the rosary. And so I thought it would be kind of cool to tell a story about how the rosary has really personally affected me. Um, And it goes back to around the time that my husband and I were married about four years ago. And we wanted to start a family really quickly. Um, And I had a strong prayer life, but I never really had a devotion to the Blessed Mother and the Rosary. And so I decided I would ask for one. So I prayed and kind of asked Our Lady if she could lead me um, to a devotion to her and the Rosary. And um we found out we were quickly pregnant um a few months later so um i began praying the rosary and we found out that there were some complications in the pregnancy mm-hmm. and that we only had about a 50 for 50% chance of carrying the baby to term so all the more i felt like I didn't, there wasn't much that I could control in that moment. Um, I could do all I could to be as healthy as possible, but there was so much stuff that was out of my control. And so I just turned to the Blessed Mother and tried to just put everything in her hands. Um, And it was around the same time, I remember laying on the couch and I put on TV and I saw Bishop Reed praying the rosary. And for me, it was just really awesome to see just one man out there praying the rosary every day at the same time. Um, I found that it was on every day at the same time. And so I started praying along with Bishop Reed on TV. And it was just a way to kind of center myself and anchor myself in the hands of the Blessed Mother. And I had kind of a prayer partner to do that with. So um, it meant a lot to me to discover that. And every day I would set aside time to pray the rosary and to just put everything into her hands. And um, so about a month later, um, and and I began to pray the chaplet of Divine Mercy too around about the same time. So um, about a month later, it was the worst day of my life. um, And we found out that I was in fact miscarrying. And so I really can't describe the pain of that loss other than to say that I just felt like I truly died that day. Um, it was just the worst day, you know, in my life, in my husband's life. And, but I remember I called my parents that day and I told them that, you know, the one thing that I was holding on to was this quote that was 
at the end of the Chaplet of Divine Mercy, there's this prayer, and it says that in difficult moments, we might not despair nor become despondent, but with great confidence submit ourselves to the holy will of God, which is love and mercy itself. And so I felt that little glimmer of hope um, that I clung to. And I think the Blessed Mother, you know, is the mother of confidence. And I kind of just flew to her confidence. And, and, and I knew that in my heart, that wasn't it. You know, that wasn't God's plan for us to, you know, hopefully to, to not have a child, but to keep, you know, praying and to keep trusting in his, in his will. And so um, I remember recovering from that miscarriage at my parents' house and my mom introduced me to the 54 day rosary novena, which I had never heard of before. And I was a little bit, you know, worried that could I take it on? It sounded kind of challenging. You're committing yourself to 54 days of, days of praying the rosary. Um, and so she gave me this little booklet and it, it's a beautiful devotion where you, you pray the rosary um, and you meditate on each decade as sort of a, a bringing of roses as a garland, as a bouquet rather, to lay at Mary's feet for each decade. So, and that's, I guess where the, the, the name rosary is Latin for rosarium, which means a garland of roses. And so it's, it's a beautiful prayer and meditation of, of literally each Hail Mary representing a flower that you're presenting and placing at the feet of the Blessed Mother. And so I found a lot of comfort in that prayer and devotion. And I remember the first few days um, recovering at my parents' house and we gathered as a family and my grandmother, who's one of my best friends in the world, and she was in her mid nineties at the time. And she was praying it with us. And it meant a lot of, lot to me to kind of wrap myself up in that prayer. Mm -hmm. And so I, I took the prayer booklet home and I, I finished the 54 days and you pray it's 54 days. You pray 27 days in petition, and then you pray 27 days in Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. whether or not your prayer you think has been answered to, to what you've requested, because I, you know, you never know how, how God's going to answer a prayer. Um, it might not be in the way that you intended. Um, but I finished the 54 days. It took a lot of commitment. Um, and I credit that to God's grace because it's not always easy to find, you know, the time to do it, but I did it. And, and then, you know, after the 54 days ended, I, I wasn't pregnant. Um, but I continued to say the rosary and I continued to have confidence in the prayers of our blessed mother. And so about a year later, it was around the springtime and my beautiful grandmother had passed away around Easter. And three days later, I found out I was pregnant. Wow. And it, that was a, a miracle in itself because I just felt like that was, you know, it was like three days and then three days of darkness. And then there I was with life, you know, life had ended and life had begun. And so I felt like that was really miraculous, but then it gets better. Um, I found out my due date was Christmas day. So I was like, really like, <laughs> kind of just in shock and awe of, you know, the mercy of God. And, um, and I, I found out that my conception was around the time of the Annunciation liturgically, and that I could liturgically kind of journey through my pregnancy with the Blessed Mother to Bethlehem in a way, in a sense. And so um, 
I spent my days kind of transforming my car into a, a little chapel and I prayed the rosary on my morning commute from Massachusetts to Rhode Island to work with Bishop Reed on the way. And then on the way back, I would pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet. And I kind of tried to consecrate my days um, in early pregnancy that way. And then after my first trimester was ended, I decided, um, my husband and I decided it would probably be best for me to quit my job um, because it was getting really stressful. And I was, you know, advancing in the pregnancy. And I just felt like, you know, I want that time to kind of regroup, to relax, to prepare my body. And so I quit my job and really spent the last six months of my pregnancy kind of as a, like a, a mini retreat in a way, and just devoting my hours um, to prayer and um, into, into preparation. And so um you know, continuing with, with my devotions. And so, um, around September, it was the feast of the nativity of the blessed mother. And so the blessed mother's birthday, and I was at my grandmother's church, um, which I don't go to very often, but I was there for a, a healing mass. And one of the priests asked me if he would want me to, um, have the baby consecrated to the blessed mother while the baby was still in my womb. And I said, yes. So it was a great honor. And the, and the priest um, consecrated the baby to the Blessed Mother. And I just felt like it was a very special pregnancy and time in my life. And so um, that was in September. And then getting close at that point. So December rolled around and the baby could not wait until Christmas like any other child. So <laughs> he came three weeks early. And he was born on a Wednesday morning at 1014 in the morning in Boston, which is not far from Catholic TV studios. And I was thinking to myself, he was born smack in the middle of the glorious mysteries, the descent of the Holy Spirit, probably at 1014, which they were probably airing not too far from the hospital. And I was thinking of, you know, all the people that might have been praying the rosary at that time when my baby was born. And so even depending on the prayers of others saying the rosary carried me through at the very end of my pregnancy. Um, so we named the baby Joshua Matthew, um, Joshua coming from the Hebrew uh, word Yehoshua, which means God is salvation, which is the same name essentially as Jesus um, translated from the Latin into English. And then we named him Matthew after my husband and my two favorite quotes um, from scripture, from the Old Testament and the New Testament are um, from Joshua, the book of Joshua and from the gospel of Matthew. And, and the, the quotes are Joshua 1, 9, which is be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord, your God will be with you wherever you go. And Matthew 28, 20, and behold, I'm with you always until the end of the age. And I think those scriptures kind of summed up um, really what kind of the birth of Christ is all about, that he came to the world to be with us, to walk with us, that he doesn't give up on us. And, you know, we go through dark times and trials and nobody knows that better than the Blessed Mother. And I feel like, um, you know, she's kind of always telling us that God is with us. We tell and her and the Hail Mary, God is with you. And she in turn tells us God is with you. And um, so it was just kind of a... <laughs> A really a miraculous whole, you know, devotion, um, just kind of miraculous way to um, 
see the Blessed Mother's prayers in action and her intercession in such a powerful and present way in my life. Um, and now that my baby is a year and a half, I'm seeing the rosary even in a different way where uh, he's at the age where, you know, everything he says, he wants, he wants you to do it again, 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 and, you know, repetition and repetition. And I'm seeing the rosary now. I'm, I'm seeing that the Blessed Mother knows exactly what she's doing with us. And, you know, I think it's a little daunting sometimes to to set out the time to pray all the Hail, Hail Marys, but I actually think that there's kind of a method to it because if we only said one Hail Mary and didn't get the time to really take in each mystery of the rosary, we'd be wanting to say to her again, again, do it again, again. So yeah. she gives us those 10 Hail Marys. I really feel like to kind of have those mysteries sink in. Um, and I think Bishop Reed does an awesome job of his meditations and, and letting that kind of seep in and each Hail Mary, um, you know, to pray over and over. And it, to me, it's almost like a rocking as a mother, it's like a rocking chair where you're kind of cradling a baby in your arms and you're rocking back and forth. Each Hail Mary is like back and forth of repetition. And, and um, so I've kind of come to see really the maternal aspect of the rosary um, now that I am a mom. And I mean, um, you know, I can't always pray it as devoutly as I'd want to with a baby in my arms now. But um, I, I, I read a beautiful quote that I'll share on the rosary. Um, because I, I've heard that John Paul II, actually, St. John Paul II has said that the rosary, when you pray the rosary, it's like you're holding a chain to the Blessed Mother and she's on the other end. And that's sort of what I've heard um, with this quote that I'll, I'll read um, that really kind of ties in, I think, the whole maternal aspect of the rosary. And the quote is that prayer is the thread that binds us to heaven and the prayer that patiently prays one Hail Mary after another is almost an umbilical cord with which our heavenly mother keeps us alive here and now. Mm. And so it just kind of shows that she knows what she's doing with us. Um, even if we don't know ourselves, you know, why things are happening the way they are. I think we can have confidence and trust in her. She, you know, I, I turn to her and I think that she didn't know exactly how everything was going to pan out with you know what god was asking her to do as a mother but yet she just trusted and you know going back to the divine mercy quote i mean god's will for us is always love and mercy and i think if we can just try to place ourselves it's the hardest thing in the world at least for me to try to just place ourselves in that hands of you know jesus and his mother and just realize that they have you know they have our back, they have, you know, our best interests in mind, um, then I think we'll be okay. Um, and, you know, now I look at my baby and, and he has this little devotion to the Blessed Mother in his own way. He calls the Blessed Mother Ma. Um, <laughs> and, you know, he gives her hugs and kisses and our little statue at home. And, and it's so beautiful to kind of see that, um, you know, passed down from the, the devotion I had from my grandmother and, and my parents. And now, you know, that I can pass on to little Joshua. And it's just, it's really awesome to see. And I think that, I mean, I just think that the rosary is the, the best prayer in the whole world. <laughs> so I just wanted to shout, kind of shout from the rooftops what my story was and, and what the Blessed Mother has, has done for me and so many people. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing such a like personal and emotional story. Um, I love 
I love his name, Joshua Matthew. That's such a good name. <laughs> Thank Fun you. Fun fact, <laughs> one of Bishop Reed's uh, favorite Bible verses is also the verse from Matthew. So another little It's such a great there. verse. It's always been my favorite verse. Even before I met my husband, Matthew, I've just always had that highlighted and, and bolded in my Bible. Yep. And so it's just, it's always that sense of Emmanuel, God with us, God with us. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, when times are tough, that's what really kind of, we remember that God shares in our, our misery, but also God, you know, is, is a redeemer and, and pulls us out of that as well. So, mm. um, so going back to the rosary novena, like mm -hmm. that, that's such a cool concept. I actually have heard of it before, but I've never attempted it. Um, cause I kind of feel like it's something that I would want to use for a specific petition. Um, I also you started, can, go for it. Yeah, you can do it for um, a specific petition, but you can also, the way that the, the kind of prayer is designed is like every rosary mm -hmm. has a kind of a, a petition for a particular grace that's attached to it. So for example, um, the joyful, the first um, joyful mystery, the Annunciation is the graces for um, humility. And so the Blessed Mother, you know, humbled herself before God. So, you know, you can definitely pray it for just the, the graces that are kind of laid out in the, in the book, but you can also just, you know, pray it for really for whatever you need or for someone else. Um, but I just, I highly suggest it. It's, I think it's the most powerful prayer I've really ever done. I mean, outside of the mass, of course, but yeah. I just feel like it's, it's very, cause you have to really set the si aside the time and, and commitment to it, but it's really no longer than a regular rosary at the end of it is really cool too, because you pray um, a spiritual communion prayer um, and you kind of, the prayer walks you through. It says, I bind these, bouquets and a wreath by the spiritual communion to place upon the head of the blessed mother as a crown and mm -hmm. so really you gather up all these bouquets as you know you're praying the rosary and then you gather them all together and then you literally like crown the blessed mother with your prayers and so it's just such a powerful powerful visual for me to kind of think that you know i'm doing something to try to honor the blessed mother um right and so I, I found it to be beautiful. And I think it's, it's very, it's a very inexpensive, tiny little booklet. You can probably get it anywhere. Um, and they have, they added, I, I don't know the origins. That would be interesting to see the origins of it. I, I don't know how old the devotion is, but I do know that they added in the luminous mysteries. So those mm -hmm. are all in there too. Um, but it's really, it's really cool. Yeah. Was it challenging for you to spend like 27 days in Thanksgiving, not knowing if your prayer was answered? Like for whether yes. that was like, you know, yes, oh, like I don't know if you... it's going to be answered or even just like, I feel like it's a little presumptuous to thank you before knowing like in what way. Exactly. That's exactly how I felt because you're literally saying um, you've answered this prayer and you even like state, you know, it says and state what like you're grateful for. And it's like, how do you do that before, mm -hmm. you know, the prayer has been answered. But I think what we fail to realize is that God's timing is not our timing. And, you know, even with me, I prayed that, that 54 day novena and nothing happened for a year. And then mm -hmm. it was like, you know, 
okay, you know, but I thank the Blessed Mother for the prayers. I knew she was praying with me and I knew she was praying for me. But then it, it was kind of like now on the other side, looking back, I can tell this story and say that, yeah, my prayers were heard and they were answered exactly in God's timing. It really wasn't my timing, but maybe God wanted me to, you know, have this journey with the Blessed Mother, you know, to Christmas and and to have the baby consecrated in the womb on, on the Feast of the Blessed Mother. Like all these things were orchestrated, I felt like, by God's timing and not mine. And I think that with prayer in general, it's just, you know, you have to really submit yourself to God's timing because we always think we know what we want, but, you know, God knows more than we do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> do you have any advice for someone who, you know, is trying to make more time for a prayer, having been through that 54 day novena and like making sure that you did it every day. Uh, yeah. What would you, be your advice to someone who wants to set aside some time for prayer? I think you have to kind of start with what you're comfortable with. Like for me, I feel like I, the blessed mother really used that Catholic TV rosary as a, a means to, to um, kind of ignite my, my devotion to her and just seeing Bishop Reed, day in and day out. I knew it wasn't live, but, you know, at the same time, every day, there he was praying the rosary. And that just kind of helped me to say, okay, like, he committed himself to praying the rosary. I want to do that, too. I can do that, too. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, I just kind of, that I stumbled upon that in a way, but it also kind of met me where I, where I was at, you know, at that time, at that stage, I was not ready to do a 54 day novena. I was ready to like, listen to Bishop Reed's meditations and just kind of close my eyes and pray along with him. And, and that was that, you know? Um, but I think if someone really wants to try to either learn the rosary or to set aside the time to pray, it helps to, have maybe a prayer partner to do that with or to find there's so many meditations online. Um, you know, the, the Catholic TV app is amazing for having so many rosaries available. That's what I prayed every day in my car on my way to work. You know, I just put, popped it in and I had, you know, that, that kind of um, prayer partner, so to speak, on my commute every day. And it just helps. Like you don't feel so alone. Um, and you feel like you're praying with someone in a community. And I think communal prayer is amazing too. And God always promises, you know, where two or three are gathered, he's with them in the midst. So I feel like maybe start off with, you know, what you're able to do. If it's a decade, if it's, you know, five minutes a day, now my prayer life has totally changed because with the little one, I, I don't have the luxury. Like I had that retreat time when I was preparing for, um, the birth um, of my baby, I had a lot of time on my hands and I don't have that now, but you know, you just, you do what you can do. If I'm doing the dishes, I might say a Hail Mary and offer, you know, that up as prayer. But I think, you know, it's important that you just kind of, God will see, you know, God meets you where you're at, of course. And mm. um, I think that it's important to just kind of realize, you know, he's not asking you to do what you're not capable of, but um and the other thing is, if you don't have a devotion, I highly recommend just praying for one, um, because I didn't, you know, like I said, I did not have any devotion to the Blessed Mother whatsoever, um, really. And, you know, I knew as soon as I got pregnant that I wanted to, because I knew she was the mother of mothers. And 
I wanted to have that devotion to her. And so I said, you know what, I'm just going to ask for it. <laughs> you yeah. know? And so I think, you know, that's important too, but, um, yeah, I would just say, you know, do what you can do and God will do the rest. Awesome. Good advice. Thanks again so much for coming on this podcast and for sharing your story with us. Um, of course. Yeah, definitely just a very touching story. So thank you for Thanks, that. Thanks, Alexis. And it's an God honor. Bless. Thank you so much. Thank you. You too. Thank you for supporting the Paper Cranes podcast. To listen to more like it, visit grexley.com. And to support our Patreon, visit www.patreon.com forward slash grexley.